This is a podcast presented by Psychology Masters students from the University of the Free State, brought to you by the Directorate of Community Engagement. In the previous episode, K2 and Devin spoke about spending patterns and drawing up a budget. Today, I'll be talking about investing and then later on, Ruani will finish up with retirement planning. So my name is Reinhardt and I'm currently a first year psychology master student. And as I mentioned today, I'm going to talk a bit about investing. I would like to point out that everyone invests in some way, shape or form. From the savvy stockbroker to the person who is forced to skip a meal here and there because they run out of money before the next paycheck. Everyone invests their time, effort and attention into the things they find important. The individuals who spend hours upon hours training for their next marathon are investing in their health. You, attending classes in the hopes that your university degree will assist you in getting a better job, is you investing in your career. Numerous other examples can be made of the different forms of investing for our different goals, but all of them share a common purpose, to provide for the future. But what is investing really? Investing is the process of buying assets that increase in value over time and provide returns in the form of payments or capital gains. Taken a step further, investing can also encompass spending time or money to improve your own life or the lives of others. Right now, by pursuing a degree, you are investing time, money and effort into your future. The idea with earning a degree is to increase your earning potential. If we took your current educational activities into the world of finance, investing would then consist of the buying of stocks, property or other items in the pursuit of some form of income. So individuals have different investment requirements. There is no one-size-fits-all approach to investing. To determine your goals and customize your own financial plan, it might prove useful to ask yourself the following questions. Firstly, what are my goals? Be specific when answering this question. Something like get rich is not a sufficient answer. You need to aim for a specific target, such as have 1 million rand in assets by the time I retire. When you're done listening to this podcast, I would like to challenge you to think what your financial goals are. Take the time to reflect about how much money you would like to have invested by the time you're 30 or 35. How much money would you need to invest monthly to reach this goal? Let's say you're turning 30 in the next 10 years and you would like to save 100,000 Rand by the time you're 30. Will you be able to reach that goal? Let's break it down. There are 12 months in a year. That would mean that you have 120 months to save 100,000 Rand. That means that you have to be saving roughly 834 rand every month for the next 10 years to reach your investment goal of 100,000 rand in the next 10 years. For the sake of simplicity, this example did not take the interest you will be earning into account. If you earn 6% interest on your investment per year, you would need to contribute roughly 632 rand a month to reach your goal of 100,000 rand in the next 10 years. That's a difference of 200 Rand per month just because you were earning interest on your investment. Don't underestimate the power of interest. Remember to take some time to write down what your investment goals are for the next 10, 20 or even 30 years. Secondly, how much time do you have to reach these goals? The time you have to reach your goals will differ depending on your current age, your circumstances and when you want to retire. As an example, a 25-year-old graduate with no dependents will approach investing somewhat differently than a 35-year-old mother with a daughter who will start university in the next eight years. Number three, how much risk are you willing to accept? 
Some people can tolerate more risk than others. The general rule when it comes to investing is high risk, high reward, and low risk, low reward. Some investors can tolerate more risk than others, and you will need to determine your own appetite for risk to ensure that you don't lose sleep at night because of the level of risk associated with your investment. Number four, what do you need to do to reach your investment goals? The answer to this question is quite literally the million rand question. Regardless of your investment goals, you must realize that you won't reach these goals overnight. Patience is key here. The time it will take you to reach your investment goals is dependent on how quickly your investments grow. Enter the rule of 72. The rule of 72 can be illustrated using an example. If you want to determine how long it will take for your investment to double, divide 72 by the investment's rate of return. So if you earn 4% per year on your investment, your money will double every 18 years because 72 divided by 4 is equal to 18. Whereas an 8% return will result in your money doubling every 9 years. So let's say you've invested 10,000 Rand at an annual interest rate of 6%. If we divide 72 by 6, that gives us the amount of time it will take to double your investment to 20,000 Rand. So 72 divided by 6 is equal to 12. Therefore, it would take 12 years to double your initial investment of 10,000 Rand to 20,000 Rand. Then once you've answered these four questions, you should be able to tailor your financial plan to your own investment needs. Remember, it's never too late or too early to start investing. Also, you don't need thousands of rands to start your investment journey. Any amount will do. You can start investing with as little as 50 rand. Remember, starting off your investment journey is more important than how much you start with. Good day fellow students, my name is Ruhani, a Master's student of Psychology, here today to talk about retirement planning and conclude this talk about money matters. When we are young, the topic of retirement and the preparation thereof seems very irrelevant for our age. Understanding the steps to determine how much you need for retirement makes this process much less intimidating. I think unfortunately we live in a very uncertain time with no clear idea of when things will become better, whatever that means. But in these uncertain times, why not start working towards or contributing towards something that can offer you more security, even if it is a long way down the road. Financial security in retirement doesn't just happen. It takes planning and commitment and yes, money. As you begin your working phase of life, it is a good idea to start planning what you will need to be comfortable during retirement. You will need to start thinking about the following questions. Firstly, at what age do I want to retire? On average, people should contribute 17% of their salary over 40 years. So let's work on an estimate from age 25 to 65 towards their retirement savings to achieve a 75% replacement ratio. So a 75 ratio means that for every 1,000 Rand earned before retirement, you are targeting to replace 750 Rand as an income during your retirement. Of course, personal circumstances will influence this target replacement ratio for each person. The second question you can ask yourself is how long do I anticipate living past retirement? Maybe not the most relevant to the South African context because research was quite limited, 
but the average American spends roughly 20 years in retirement. Now, of course, it's quite difficult to determine an accurate answer to this question because we have little control over how long we live. However, the important thing about this question is that you do not estimate too little, running, running the risk of not having enough money for retirement. The third question is how much money will you need to maintain your lifestyle? So let's say you currently earn or receive a bursary for spending money of about 5,000 Rand per month and you apply the 80% rule, you will need at least 4,000 Rand per month after retirement to maintain your current living standard. Moving on to looking at some useful tips to get your retirement planning underway, we can start with the first step. Start saving, keep saving and stick to your goals. If you are already saving, whether for retirement or another goal, just keep going. Saving is a rewarding habit. Start small if you have to and try to increase the amount you save each month. Remember, it's never too early or too late to start saving. The second tip is looking at some company benefits. Important things to consider when starting a job is whether the company contributes to your pension in any way or whether it is solely your responsibility. Be willing to have this conversation with your employer to ensure you set yourself up for retirement in the best possible way. The last step is to get into the habit of putting away saving money like you pay debit orders. Healthy spending patterns point towards making sure once you get your monthly income, you first pay all your debit order orders, then put some money away in a savings account. After that, you have a more realistic idea of the income you have left and what you are able to spend it on for the rest of the month. Now, I'm not a big fan of self-help books like the How to Get Rich Quick books. However, a book I'm currently enjoying very much that talks in depth about habit formation is the book by James Clear called Atomic Habits. So if you are interested in not only forming better saving habits, but better habits overall, this is definitely the book for you. Now, we live in the 21st century, so there has to be a few more modern ways of thinking about and planning for retirement. With this said, I was able to find a range of apps that can make retirement planning, well, almost fun. So having these apps to help you determine your priorities, form rigorous statistics to simple graphs. There's an app for everyone's planning style. It is worth it to keep searching until you find the tool that meets your needs. Who knows, you might plan to use the app for one area of your finances and before you know it, you have become a semi-expert in financial planning. Just one example of a useful app is the one called Mint, as in M-I-N-T. It is a user-friendly, uncomplicated app that enables you to track your spending habits, develop graphs about money coming in and going out for each month, and so much more. There are also a range of other apps available online. Even while preparing for this talk, at times I became overwhelmed with the shocking statistics of how little South Africans are prepared for retirement. However, to end this talk on a positive note, the biggest and most important step you can take today towards your retirement is simply to start saving money, no matter how small the amount may seem. 
Years from now, what might have seemed small today will have accumulated into a comfortable savings, enabling you to have some reassurance in what you have been able to build up. This podcast was brought to you by the University of the Free State. Inspiring excellence, transforming lives through quality, impact and care.